every time that song kicks in, my juices start flowing. I get so excited. I'm in the back jumping around preparing. Uh, anyways, hey everyone, welcome back to The Perspective, a show where we tackle paranormal and supernatural claims, belief in aliens, conspiracy theories, pretty much any claim you want to bring us. All you have to do is call the number at the bottom of the screen, 951-364-2430, and you get to speak to myself and Secular Rarity about why you believe what you believe. So, SR, how you doing? Man, I am I am great. I gotta say, though, you know, that that intro is spooky. Like it's Isn't like, it? I was, I was really like, like looking at it and like the lady at the end, like that's creepy, man. Like that kind of, like, I might not sleep super great tonight. So, uh, no, the, I, I love your intro, man. It's, it's fun. It's, it's just exciting. Um, man, I am always excited to be here. I love, love, love doing this. Uh, it is, it is the most fun in the world. I think when, when people can really challenge me, and kind of get me to see things from a different perspective. Uh, hey, wait a second. That's the name <laughs> That's of the show. The name of the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's it's going to be an absolutely super fun night. I just know it. So Yeah, I dude, I love discussing people's uh, beliefs, finding out why they believe what they believe. Because after all, you know, I myself used to be a believer. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I want to to continue to investigate all the claims people bring us, you know, yeah. um, when people tell us why they believe in God, I, I, I want to find out why. Yeah. Now, were you, were you ever like, uh, I don't, I don't know if I know this. Were you ever super big into ghosts? Like, were you ever like hardcore, like dude, ghost talk to me? Uh, no oh, okay. Well, I never said like ghost talk to me. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. I used to believe in ghosts, spirits, angels demons the eternal war going yeah. on like you oh, know there are certain places that had like dark energy about them and i could sure. pick up the vibes um yeah. i never thought i could speak to them in any way but i absolutely used to believe in hauntings yeah. like there was this one house i went to it was my at the time girlfriend's the dog wouldn't go upstairs. Allegedly, this girl was killed in the house. So we're all convinced that there's something spooky going on there. And then I brought right, my buddy. Right. He walked upstairs and the smell was so bad. He ran out and started puking and we couldn't <laughs> smell anything. So we're like, oh, my God, uh -huh. this is clearly a very haunted. <laughs> yeah, uh, place. has to be. No other answer. Yeah. Yeah. I know that. So, I used I used to uh, when I was when I was really young, like like eight or nine, I think I would, I would tell people that I could, I could see their auras. Um, and I remember, you know, like, like the, the, like glowing light presence, like essence, spirit, whatever thing around people. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I remember at the time, you know, like really believing that I could, I could see this and it wouldn't be for years, years, until going to see an optometrist regularly where he kind of broke down to me how crappy our eyes are and what those little tiny visual hallucinations are on a regular basis. And from then on, I was like, oh, cool. Cool. Yeah. So that's why there's little speckles every now and then. It's like, yeah, because my eyes suck. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I don't I don't I don't know that a doctor should be telling their patients that exactly. But I guess it's kind of nice. Right. Yeah, like, true. you know, it's uh, anyway. Anyway, you want to jump into calls? Do yeah, if we got them. 
we got a few great ones, but let's get to our first caller is from uh, Indiana, wants to talk about her belief in God. Robin, you are on with Secular Rarity. And Ethan, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I am doing well, thank you. Thanks uh, for taking the time out of your day to call the show. Yeah. Thank you. Give me one second. Pick you up a prescription. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you want me to come back to you? Um, if you want to, sure. Okay. I'll put you back yeah. on hold. Oh, Thanks. crap. Almost, I almost hit drop. Did not want to do that. Okay. So we've got uh, Dave in Illinois. Uh, wants to talk about why he believes in God. Dave, you're on with Ethan and Secular Rarity. How are you? Good. How are you? Doing good. Um, I, I actually, this is uh, Dave, I used to karaoke with a long time ago. So we have history yeah, together. We used yeah, to go to the same nice. karaoke bars. How you been? I've been really good, man. How have you been? I have been good. I miss karaoke very much, man, because we used to have so much fun yeah. back in the day singing to larger audiences, and I miss those days. Oh, for sure. Um, so, yeah, Dave. Blast, I miss those. What was that? Uh, so, Dave, why do you believe in God? Why do I believe in God? So, as a child, um, I actually was born with two... Uh, heart defect so i had a congenitive heart failure uh so i almost didn't make it oh, and wow. uh so my uh my mother prayed or whatever that i would make it and uh i made it i made it through and i guess i was one of the uh first uh children this is back in the 80s that actually survived um from you know uh two open heart surgeries that i had um and uh just kind of from that i thought well jesus man there's got to be something to that you know uh, to say that God doesn't exist or to say that I don't believe in him when something so miraculous like that, you know, is the reason why I'm still here, you know, um, it's truly amazing. And then I've just kind of had other instances throughout my life that have been like really, you know, moving and I, and I just kind of believed from there, you know, could I, I the only could, explanation for it could be God. Could I jump? Could I jump in real quick, Dave? Um, just just yeah, to yeah. clarify, so that so that I I kind of understand where where you're coming from fully. It sounds like to mm -hmm. me you're saying, um, you know, what was a pretty traumatic experience for for a brand new baby, of course, and and for new parents as well. Mm -hmm. I'd imagine um, mm -hmm. that that is kind of the the ground layer underpinning, and then you've had some things on top of it over the years that kind of reconfirm that. Is that is that kind of what you were saying? Yeah. Oh, absolutely, a hundred percent, absolutely, yes. So if if there were, you know, some way to to you know, I don't even know yet, but if there was some way that we could kind of shake that foundation, would would all of those other things still apply? Would you still be able to say like, well, I had this experience when I was twenty, and that reconfirmed that first experience? if we could show that that first experience maybe wasn't exactly as founded as you thought. Uh, absolutely. I don't, you know, I don't think there's, I mean, even if you shake that or whatever, you know, I think, you know, so many things that have gone into my life, like all my success that I've had, mm -hmm. um, you mm -hmm. know, where I'm at today as a person, I mean, so much of it, like, you know, I, I feel like I cannot take credit for all of it, you know, because I think, you know, throughout my life growing up, I think people, assumed I would go nowhere and, and become nothing and then I 
have become so successful. And it's like, you know, what else could, you know, explain that, you know? Why, why do you want to give credit for your success? Why, why would you want to give credit to anything other than you? Why, why do you feel that need? Do you think? Um, I don't necessarily feel that need. I just feel like, um, you you said it couldn't have come from you, right? What you, it, it, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong here, Dave, but it sounded like you said, well, you know, people thought I wasn't going to go anywhere and I'm so successful now. And that just couldn't have been from me. Is that not what you said? Sure. sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like it just couldn't have been for me. And I, and I think a lot of that is just, you know, growing up in, you know, church and stuff like that. I think we're kind of taught to believe that, um, you know, that it's from the glory of God is, is, you know, um, you know, like it, 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 it's taught to believe, we are taught to believe that like through uh, uh, God, all things can, can happen or whatever. And so I guess it's just the teaching that I have been taught ever since I was pretty young that that's, you know, what you believe is that, you know, through God, you know, great, great things can happen. Would you be open to the possibility of like a naturalistic explanation um like for instance what if it was just the doctors um that were able to and don't get me wrong it's i'm so grateful everything worked out as it did uh i'm glad i I had the chance to meet you and hang out with you but what if it was just the doctors who saved your life do you think that's possible so i mean i think anything is possible and of course they saved my life you know, they, I wouldn't be here without the doctors, right? I absolutely wouldn't be here without the doctors, but as much as I wouldn't be here without the doctors, you know, I still consider the fact that my mother prayed, right? She prayed, you know, uh, that, you know, everything would turn out or whatever, you know? So I think, well, what if she hadn't have prayed? Would it, would it have not turned out? What if she hadn't have been religious? Would it have not turned out, right? Because I'll never know those type of things. You can't go back and erase what was done, right? Sure. I can only be... So, Dave, do you mind do if you, I? Oh, go oh, go ahead, Ethan. Go ahead. Uh, do you think there is a way we could test prayer or God in a reliable, repeatable way? Because, like for me, I, Dave, I, I did, I used to be a believer for most of my life. I was a Christian, um, mm-hmm. but I found that any tests I put forth. Uh, God could never really pass. Do do you have any ways we could test it, yeah. test his prayer, or test yeah. your prayer ability? So, again, so, so, uh, so I don't think there's necessarily any ways to test it. But you know, I think part of the problem is I think we there's a misconception, you know, uh, amongst people about uh, the way it works with God. Right? I think uh, we think that. God is on our time, but actually it's the other way around. So what I mean by that is that, you know, you can pray and pray and pray and things may not happen the way that you want them to. But the Christian belief is that, like, it doesn't happen the way you want it to. It, it happens the way that God wants it to happen. And God knows, you know, what is truly going to fill your heart. And so you actually continue to keep praying and continue, continue to keep doing that. And you might actually find that in the end of the road, he actually fulfilled your life. Uh, with something greater that you thought, you know, would have been doing. So you think, oh, if only I could be this or have this, or if I keep praying this and that, 
you know, and you think that in the end, that's what's going to make you happy. But in the end, God might give something to you that brings more joy to you than you ever thought fathomable, right? So um, wait, but I don't Dave, know if there's necessarily a way to test it. Yeah, so yeah. I, I, I think I understand where you're coming from on that. But I guess what what jumps into my head immediately is Shiva or Vishnu. Okay. Um, the Anunnaki, right? Uh, so I, I, I got a neighbor and they, they pray to Vishnu and, uh, Vishnu grants them prayers. And I guess what I'm wondering is where, where do you put the value of those stories of people? Do you feel like they also are correct in their understanding of what, what took place when they prayed to Vishnu and then received the, the answer to their prayer? Mm-hmm. Does that does that make sense? What I was asking. If not, I can. No, that's okay. So, like, you know, the thing about it is, is, is each religion, um, you know, whatever, is a little bit different. So, like, I mean, it's interesting because I I kind of find religion to be fascinating in that when you when you look at different religions and different beliefs, you know, who's to say that one belief is right and one belief is wrong? Right. And so uh, to answer your question of like the value of that, you know, I don't know what the value of that is because I don't practice that or whatever. So it's like even the Muslims, they they pray like to a certain direction at a certain time. Right. And they have like all these things that they that they believe in and do. And I'm not saying that that's absolutely wrong um, because do I don't you believe know. it. So that's the interesting thing. What that that's what that's what is interesting to me the fact that you believe this story for yourself based on prayer and a personal experience mm-hmm. i'm wondering do you believe the muslim story when they say they prayed and they had a personal experience too do you put them at, at the same sure. I mean... so yeah i think anybody can have a personal experience from prayer i mean i think regardless of what your your religion is or whatever i think you know prayer can and be beneficial, um, you know, regardless of that. And then I think you can have, you know, different experiences and whatever. But yeah, I think they can be very positive experiences can come from prayer, regardless of what your religion, you know, is. I guess, like, do you know of a way where we could determine the difference and find out which God is is real? That's where I was going, Ethan. Okay, so which God? Okay, so... There really isn't, right? Because, you know, each religion, you know, believes in a different God. So like for the Muslim religion, it's Allah. So that is what they actually uh, uh, pray to. They pray to Allah. It's not, it's not God. But that means God, I think, in their, in their, uh, their language. Um, and so to say that, like, this God is real and that God is not, you know, there isn't really a way. I mean, uh, or I don't feel like there's a way uh, in that, you know, it's just like saying my religion is right and their religion is wrong or whatever, you know, who's to say, right? Because each religion is a little bit. So religion originally uh, came from the Hebrew. So that's where it was originally like transcribed. It was Hebrew and Latin, I believe, is the other transcription. And so what's kind of interesting about that is I always wonder, like, when it was transcribed, you know, who's to say that it wasn't transcribed incorrectly? Because it's, it's from, you know, millions and millions of years ago, right? Before Christ and all these well, different Dave, things. So, like, 
who's to say that like at some point it was Dave, give me just a second here. If I can just if I can just cut in again, because uh, I feel like I feel yeah. like we do we we definitely have a lot um, that 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 we could probably push back on. I know I do, but one thing that comes to my mm-hmm. mind that's that's kind of kind of sticking for me, and I I don't I don't know how I get past it. It it seems to be that you've both said you have made a decision as to what is correct, but then you've also said, well, we can't make a decision. And who's to say which which decision to make? It sounds like you accept that your mother prayed to a particular understanding of a particular God and that that was right and that it happened. But how if if you mm-hmm. know that if, if you're saying that, well, who's to say what's right? How do we know one way or the other? Well, why do you come to that determination? That That's what interests me. Sure. So what you're asking me is how do I come to the determination that, you know, uh, through my mother's prayer, that's how I'm still here. Is that what you're asking me? No, not really. So let me let me try and rephrase okay. it. it. It sounds like just a second ago, you basically said there's a box that we can't open with potentially something in it. And nobody knows what's in that box. But I know what's in that box. It sounds like to me, you've 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 made the understanding of a particular God, but at the same time are also saying that you can't discount other particular gods. So how did you, how did you come to the determination? Does that, am I making sense, anybody? I, I think, Dave, what he's trying to say is like, how do you know your God is the correct God? That's it. Thank you, Ethan. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I, so I got that. Yeah, you don't, you don't know. I mean, I don't think there is, you know, a, a necessarily a way to know whether or not my God is the correct God, right? So there's different uh, versions of the Bible, right? And so, like, I can believe that my version of the Bible is the correct version too, right? But, but the reality is, who's to say that, like, the Catholic version or the Seventh Day Adventist or whatever is the correct person or even to go crazy and say you know jehovah's witness maybe that's the right person right maybe that's the right you know teaching so i try not to focus too much on whether or not uh my god is the correct god or or uh my bible is the correct bible and just focus on the fact that there is a god it's something to believe in and you know and i look at what uh he's done for me in my life and it's interesting because if you talk to people who really are into prayer even more so than myself you know i i think they speak upon what prayer has done for them and how it you know affected their life and how you know believing in the bible and and the teachings that they've learned from the bible how it's uh greatly impacted their life you know in a very positive way i i have a question um and we got to move on in just a moment but what if you're praying to the wrong God? Uh, how would you know? And are you concerned about that? Um, I wouldn't know. And and you know what? I, I guess I'm not really. I mean, some religious people might be, but I don't I don't really think about like praying to the, because you know, when you're praying, you just pray. You don't say, Okay, uh, you know, let's say you're Lutheran, you don't say, Okay, God is the Lutheran, you know, um, I'm praying to you, you just to pray right you just pray right so i mean maybe some might 
pray to Allah and maybe some guys pray, you know, to whoever. But for me, it's just an open prayer. You know, I, I have to go through Jesus to get to God and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, but you, uh, you have a very valid question. It's a very interesting question. I love it. Um, in it, that I feel like there isn't really a way to know whether or not you're praying to God, but you shouldn't really, in my opinion, you shouldn't put too much focus on that because, you know, God is something that we can't see, right? Like, even when you go to the heavens, you know, you can't see him. He's just like this light or whatever, from my understanding. Uh, and you'll read that in the Bible. Too. If you get into the Bible, you'll, you'll read how God is truly something that nobody can see even once you've made it to heaven or whatever. He's just literally like this kind of light or whatever. And so people have tried to sketch out um, pictures of, based on what they've read in the Bible, what they believe God actually looks like. Because nobody really knows what God actually looks like. So well, I Dave, like can I can I just hop on again? I'm I'm so sorry to to cut you off, yeah. man. Uh, uh, I know I know Ethan uh, is is looking at the the screening rooms and stuff, and I think we have a couple of other good calls. But this was this was awesome, man. I just want to say I really do appreciate you know you coming on and, yeah, and chatting well, with I, us and I'm letting us kind of yeah yeah it was it was a, absolutely a great conversation, man. And before we before we go, can I um can I maybe just ask that over the next couple of days or, or week or month or, or just kind of sure. just, just let it, let that question that, that Ethan threw out at you at the end, w- would you just like kind of ponder on that and mull it over and, and see if maybe there, there would be a potential reason as to why it would be bad. If, if there is a God and you're praying to the wrong one, I could think of a couple of reasons mm-hmm. why that would be deeply, deeply important to make sure you, you don't get wrong. Um, but yeah, if you, if you just kind of, if you would just, you know, mull it over whenever you're, you're in the shower or, or, or cooking breakfast, I, I don't know if you cook breakfast or not, but anyway, man, uh, yeah, I yeah, think I great, man. Great. Well, I think we have a couple of other callers and again, just thank you so much for, for hanging out with us, man. Yeah, Dave, I appreciate the call. It was nice. Uh, yeah. nice hearing from you again. Yeah, you too, man. It was awesome. It was great. I loved it. Good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I hope you uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah, you do the same, man. All right, have a good one. All I right. did. I liked that question, Ethan. I think. I think. Thanks. I think there's a really. I I can think of a lot of really good reasons as to why, if there is a God, you better make sure you you get the one right. Yeah. You know, you I can think of a lot of. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, my eternal damnation is on the line, and I would very much prefer not that. So we'll see. And I will, yeah. So $10 super chat from Amit Matthew, secular rarity, giving callers homework as always. Honestly, I I love that. Like, we should all, (laughs) after each show, not just the callers, but the hosts, we should be going home with a lot of homework. Yeah. Things to think about and hearing what these people have to say and hopefully learning uh, something from it. Um, and I hope the callers do too. Like, I hope he takes the time uh, and does the homework that SR asked of him. Yeah, I, I agree again, man. I think we should all be definitely constantly looking into new things um, and just trying to get, you know, really, you just... It's so it's so interesting to me when people want to just plant a flag in something and say this is it and move on like there's a uh, there's there's just so many interesting things about a lot of different topics and there's just no way to explore them all why not why not keep a little bit more of an open mind 
So uh, Evan says, I thought this was an atheist page. Uh, this absolutely <laughs> is. This yeah. is a atheist based yeah, yeah, yeah. show. We take callers uh, from all different beliefs and they'll call in with what they believe, why they believe it. And we'll talk to them about it. But yes, this is not only an atheist page, but an atheist show. Uh, you ready to get to our next caller, SR? Heck yeah, man. What we got? Sweet. We're going to jump back to Robin. Robin, were you able to get your prescription? <laughs> yes. I'm so sorry about that. I had this timed out properly. And then, you know, I was like at the pharmacy. I'm like, well, it's not ready yet. So then I had to sit and be like, oh, crap. I'm just going to run into this. So <laughs> no, no problem. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great. How are you? I am doing good. Thank you. So... Uh, the important question of the day, why do you believe in God? Yeah, so, um, well, first off, I guess I should say a little bit about my background sure. and um, what I actually do think. Um, so first and foremost, I was listening to that last caller, and I hope this doesn't come across as insulting, but I think that his evidence is largely very anecdotal, and I find that greatly insufficient. Um, I don't think that's a reason to believe. It's just based on a personal story. Um, you have to have something deeper than that. So I came from the background of being very atheist. Um, my whole life, I used to watch shows like this, like there's atheist experience in Houston that I used to love. Um, and I was involved in a lot of secular organizations. So I was, you know, I'm very familiar with the common atheist arguments for things. And I do believe a lot of them do make sense. So what I had to do was to overcome that, um, go through and reevaluate all those things. So, um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with like the quadrants of beliefs so that there's like Gnostic Christians, agnostic Christians, X, Y, Z. Same with atheism. There's Gnostic and agnostic atheism. Uh, I guess I would define myself as an agnostic Christian uh, just simply because like I do believe, but I, you know, I can't claim to know with 100% certainty. And I think that people that think that they can are probably lying to themselves. I bit. love your honesty um, right now. <laughs> Thanks. Um, no, I, I don't mean to come across as harsh. I feel like that's what I'm sounding like. But, no, uh, not no. no, 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 <laughs> no. You're um, doing great. So, um, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, my life is an atheist. Uh, I was recently saved this past year and a half ago about. Um, and part of the reason was I met my partner that I'm currently with. And he was the one, he's the only person I knew that could ever give me an argument that made me actually change my mind a little bit. I mean, it took months of reevaluating to actually come to a conclusion, but um, he was the one who kind of opened the door. He's a chemist and everything. And so he's got a lot of scientific background, just like I do. So I approach things very scientifically. And you have to give me some good evidence to think about something. So um, based on that, the basic premise, I guess, I would start to talk about is the definition of what God actually is. Um are you guys familiar with the definition of the Hebrew word Yahweh? The actual definition for it? I've got yeah. some knowledge, but if you can break it down in five seconds, I think everybody would appreciate it. Oh, yeah. No, it's super It's super quick. Yeah, Yahweh basically in English means I am. That's all it means is I am. Um, I did not know that. And if you, Yeah, that's all it means is I am. It doesn't mean, you know, anything special. That's just what Yahweh means. Um, so if you think about that, what does I am mean? Well, that means order. That means simply what exists it is the order that everything subjects itself to all matter all you know xyz and the other basic laws of physics i am what it is the substance of what it is um and so and, and feel free to cut me off whenever because i'll go on i'll just ramble and <laughs> okay um, <laughs> i've got a lot of my I, this conversation could go a gajillion directions so um 
just, you know, whatever. Um, and so based on that, um, the other argument that kind of goes along with that is that, uh, I forget the name of the actual theorist that came up with the argument, but everything has a beginning. Um, I think that we can agree on, um, at least largely based on what we know about the universe. You know, it definitely has a beginning from, you can look at, you know, lunar trails and things like that. We know that it does have a beginning. It's not always existed the way that it has. Um, and everything that has a beginning has a cause, and that cause has to be external to itself. The thing cannot create itself from itself. Um, so that doesn't necessarily prove God, but that's saying, okay, we have a cause, and it's something external to the system that we are looking at. So if you look at, for example, we see a car on the street. We know that the car did not create itself. The matter itself did not just self-create. It has a cause external to that. It, um, it sounds, Robin, it sounds like... Just to jump in, it sounds like you're kind of going a, a cosmological route. Maybe not exactly the Kalam itself, not exactly, but, but a a a you know, not even, exactly. yeah, but a, a a standard cosmological argument that's been spoken about for yeah. since since the 14th century, I think, is when Al Ghazali first wrote it down. Argument that's cosmos, been spoken about yeah. for. Oops, sorry about that. I <laughs> accidentally looped the audio into itself. <laughs> that's okay. But is that is that kind of where you're going with this second kind of understanding here? Sort of, sort of. Okay. Um, a little bit. Um, this is more so. I'm saying it only because of the premise of everything else that I say. So it's just like a setting a baseline for what I think. Um, it's not, you know, the end all be all of itself because I think that'd be kind of boring. Um, but you want me to continue, or do you want to talk about that a little bit more? Well, I um, I think there is uh, already a good a good bit. I mean, I I could jump back to the the definition, the translation of Yahweh, um, and so forth. But for me, I think in the cosmological argument, in the understanding of things having a beginning, I think the idea that um, a fallible human brain. Uh, it, it is able to really distinguish the nitty gritty of when something is a tree and is not a tree. I think that's very. I think that's a lot more complicated than than a simple premise like that encapsulates. Um, oh, I, I, it's, it's definitely oh, go ahead. A lot more complicated than that. That's, it's definitely far more complicated than that. I'm just didn't want to you know go into the nitty gritty of it. It's just kind of laying out a basic you know one plus one equals two foundation of logic um, that I think most people agree with, and then you can extrapolate from there. Um, so, do you think? Do you think there's? <clears throat> do you think there's any problem with just? Sorry, waiting to see if if a large enough people agree on something that's kind of basic but is actually more deeply complex and then just moving on do you think maybe there's there's potentially some shakiness with the understanding there if like if i said if i said uh well all birds fly right i mean you agree right most people do right all birds fly birds fly no they don't all birds don't fly they don't oh fly. <laughs> so there's there's some more nuance, right? There's some more complexity that maybe. There is nuance. There's definitely nuance. Yeah. So if if well, that if... was what. I'm... Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Go no, 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 no. Go, go, go ahead. Go ahead. This is this is you calling us. So. Okay. Um. Well, yeah. So yeah, there's obviously a lot more complexity. I was just laying out a foundation, um, from which my me coming from the atheist perspective, where. I'm, what kind of opened the door for to think about it a bit more, the combination between the definition of what Yahweh actually is, what God actually is. You've got some 
floating mystical being out in the, the nether, right? It's both order in and of itself that all matter subjects itself to, as well as being the creator. Um, so you said... It's like if you walk into like a... Sorry, yeah. If you, if you walk into a forest, let's say you're in a forest and you see a rubber ball, right? You look at the ball and you know that the ball didn't self-manifest. It was created. And for me, it's like, well, what got me thinking is why does the size of the ball matter? Like if we look at Earth, why does it, because it's so big, mean that it can't itself be created? And that's not the end-all, be-all why, I believe, but that was something that kind of got my thoughts stirring a little bit. Um, and that kind of questioned my atheist perspective there i was like huh as an atheist i kind of said you know obviously you know the universe you know it's just always existed all this matter has always existed the order that we see is just self-created and self-manifested i'm like well that doesn't actually make sense from the evidence that we see so um, it sounds like if i if i may you're giving examples of things that were created and like a ball and a car and because those things were created you believe the universe was created is that accurate just because of that, I'm making a very simplistic like right. this. You know, you can see something sure. that exists, and we know it, we we kind of in our brains we say, well, the universe and the nature itself. This has always just existed. There's no way it was in any way created. It's just you know it was existed when we existed, so we don't really think about it that much. Whereas if we look at something that we ourselves created, we're like, oh yeah, you know, it totally makes sense that we created it. This thing didn't self create. But then when we look at trees, stars, the universe, the ground around us, just because we've always existed with it doesn't mean that it itself has always existed or that it's self-created. So do you have, Robin, do you have off the top of your head an example of something that wasn't created? Because it sounds like right now, I, from, from, what, from the understanding that I'm getting, and please, I mean, help me out here, clarify for me if I'm, if I'm mistaken, but it sounds like what you're saying is yeah. that the the clock was created that we found on the beach that was created next to the ocean that was created next to me that was created. And I guess what I what I'm confused about is if you only have created well, things, how do you know yeah. they're created? Well, let's go back to the definition of Yahweh again, if you will. Um, by created, I think when atheists hear the word created, they think of it as kind of a mystic and magical thing. That's not what I think. Uh, okay. Creation in itself is subject to uh, Yahweh, I am order. Well, we're going back to that again. Um, order is what created it, um, which is, you know, laws, nature. I believe in evolution, all that stuff, because we have, you know, evidence of that. And so it's not like it just suddenly appeared. It formed over a large amount of time, which is subject to, you know, the laws of nature itself. But again, going back to that, you know, original Hebrew definition of what God is. He didn't just, you know, spin a wand and it appeared. It is subject to the order itself. <laughs> so it, it, it almost sounds like it almost sounds like to me <laughs> when when you're using the understanding I am, it almost sounds like you're you're encapsulating the three fundamental laws of logic, just the A equals A, A is is not not a and then no no middle ground in there i mean if something is to make sense it, it can't be magical it can't be something that isn't observable it has to make sense logically it can't be a magical thing that's here which is what some creationists kind of think it so has is, to actually match what we know so is the creator uh bound to those laws of logic 
could God not have created? Yes. Yeah, or because he is himself in order, right? He's not. When people think of, are we going to, I think this is going to go into the omnipotent point of view, which is where, well, if God is bound to these rules, that means that he's not truly omnipotent. Well, sure. no, omnipotence is as if itself bound to its own rules. So something's creating, if, it is, if something is order in and of itself, it is bound to that order as well that it created. I guess it it seems um, to me like you're when you're using the term order in part of that sentence, it seems to me that you're giving it a different definition than the second time that you're using it in the sentence. And I I, I could be vastly misunderstanding, but well, it yeah, almost explain that to me. Um, yeah, it it sounds like there's a period of time where the ontology of what you're calling order changes for you. There's a, a moment where it's a categorization and then there's a moment where it's a, it's a definable object of some type almost. It, that's, that's how it seems well, to me both. when you're it's using. It's, yeah. So, I mean, it, again, I'm going back to the definition of God as being in and of itself order. It's both God and it is also the order that is created that we witness here. So God's presence on earth is the order that we witness and all the things are subject to. Because that's literally what a God is. It's God is what rules over everything. Um, but it, it, it encapsulates both. Hmm. How, how do we know that, though? Yeah. We don't. I, that's why I'm agnostic. Oh, I'm yeah, not, you did say that. I know that for certain. No, I don't know that for certain. I don't claim to know that for certain. To me, based on the evidence that I see in the world, that makes sense. Um, but I can't claim to know that with all certainty, but based on what I see and based on, you know, the basic principles of logic, I'm like, okay, we can at least open the door to the rest of this, which goes into, for me, the next step of, okay, maybe there's a God with exploring Christ, um, and why the Christian definition of Yahweh and order itself makes sense. Would you like to explore that a little bit, or would you like to stay on the topic of, um, the basic premise of God? That's up to you, Mr. Michael. I, I was just going to ask uh, what you wanted to do. <laughs> I mean, I still, I think, honestly, still well, right now, a... there's so much we could go for. But yeah, please, right. if you have a question, go. I, I, yeah, um, you keep referring to an order. What do you mean by, uh, like, what order That's... are you referring to? Order, yeah. So, you know, if we look at things in basic laws of physics, they're, they're formulations that we ourselves can, you know, identify and see that all things are subject to. So, like, I don't know, go into any physical law, um, any equation that you see, that we see that everything subjects itself to, naturally, right? Do you think that that order itself is just always existed and those things are just always just naturally float into space with no stark rhyme or reason? Or is there some sort of something behind that which we know that it didn't self-create, right? It may make more sense that there is something behind it rather than the order we know that the order itself and everything that, you know, all matter is subject to, as well as matter itself, did not always exist. We know that for a fact. And we know well, that... Real quick, uh, sorry to interrupt, but real quick, are you able to get oh, closer to the microphone? Oh, yeah. Is this a little bit better? Yes. That, yes. Perfect. Or I can take it off. I'm on speaker because oh. I'm a little bit hard of hearing. The speaker oh, is easier for me. <laughs> oh, okay. But if not, I can... Um, yeah, if you could just talk as switch. close to the mic as possible, that would be uh, uh, good. Just because yeah. at times it gets hard to hear you. You you said you have oh, yeah. you're, a you're science 
a science background, Robin? I'm just wondering what what is that background, if you if you don't mind. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So um, I mean, I was half of my class in high school. I was always into science. I was valedictorian for a little bit. Graduated four out of um, 800 students, and then I moved on with a full ride to University of Alabama studying microbiology. Um, I worked in an organic chemistry lab for a little bit. And then uh, actually moved on to nursing because I was pre-med wanting to be a neurologist and then um, decided I didn't want to quite go to school for that long. Sure, so I took sure. the nursing route instead. So I'm currently in the pursuit of my nursing degree. So <clears throat> so what um, what would you say is your is your best understanding when it comes to the instanti- instantiation of the universe as it exists? Like which which uh, model in physics do you think is is the best one here for how the universe came to be right uh so if you look at i mean we can see the cosmic trails so we see that the universe itself is constantly expanding that's something that we pretty much know for a fact um and we also can see that planets have moved from a singular point in the universe that starting point so i guess i would say the big bang um is what makes sense well the big bang isn't everything if, if i if I could just jump in, and this could be a, a misunderstanding on my part for sure. I'm no, I'm no expert. I'll very proudly uh, claim claim my own ignorance here. But same. If I'm if I'm understanding right, the Big Bang actually isn't an understanding of of how the universe really began, but more inflated. Um, right. Where do you think? Universe... Where do you think? Yeah. Okay. Where do you think the Big Bang came from? Which model do you think is is better? in terms of the creation of our universe? Um, are you talking about like going more in depth in the Big Bang itself? Cause I mean, I guess I could just say, I'm not an expert on the Big Bang either. Well, no, no, that's okay. Neither, neither am I Robin, but I guess, I guess what, what I was trying to kind of trying to get at, um, which, which is something that I, is, is a theme for me in my life all the time where I hear somebody make, make a, pretty bold claim I, I think that that you you've made about the beginning of the universe I think I think to to really you know uh, stand on any soapbox and try to try to express the knowledge of the creation of, of our universe and space time and 12 dimensional dodecahedrons and all that crazy oh, yeah. stuff <laughs> I I'm confused I'm confused why you would you would stand on any particular stance because it, my understanding is that some of the greatest, smartest, most hardworking and educated nerds out there who really, really work on this physics-y stuff, they don't have an answer. I don't claim to have an official, like I don't claim, again, I don't, I don't claim to know this for a hundred percent fact. But you seem to be, you seem to be really comfortable with, with making some claims based on a model that it sounds like you, you, you don't know which one, and I don't know which one to pick either. I don't know which one to pick, but I think it's, it, it gets very difficult if, if we're making really large claims about where things started or, or how they got here and so forth. If, if ultimately we, we don't have a good answer for that, it seems kind of difficult you know, 12, 13 steps down the line to really have any grounding. Does that, does that make sense? No, it makes sense, but you also have to understand that in our everyday life, 
we do this all the time. We don't have a great understanding of very many things. We operate based on basic models and theories, and they're based on what we witness in the world. So, I mean, for a lot of medicines and everything, too, we don't even know exactly how they work. We just see that they do work, and we see the effects of them, but we don't necessarily claim to know anything about their mechanisms. You I don't claim uh... to know anything about the mechanisms of exactly how it was done. I don't claim to know that at all. I don't think anybody really knows at this point the mechanism. It's just a basic fundamental the mechanism. what I've explained before. If I if I'm understanding though, it sounds like the mechanism was was God. It sounds like you you do make claims about the mechanism. No, I, I'm not saying I, I make claims about the causality of what's going on. I don't claim to know the exact step by step of what everything mm. he did, the exact intrinsics of the mechanism. Sure. <laughs> by mechanism, I mean the conventional definition of mechanisms, at least from a scientific perspective, is mm. the step by step and everything that goes into it. Right. Um, not necessarily. I'm talking about the cause of the mechanism itself. So, if we could, because we only got like a, a moment left before we got to move on, what if you had to simplify your most mm. compelling reason for believing in God? Yeah. What is it? Um, for the Christian God, at least, is the the history of Christ. I mean, we have four canonical. Things with, I mean, like from a historical evidence perspective, that our eyewitness testimony from our, you know, what we can see, and that in and of itself, I mean, if Christ is true, if his story is true, hmm. and what those eyewitnesses were claiming is true, then that's pretty compelling evidence right there if we accept that. Can I give you some homework, um, Robin? Yeah. Are you sure? It's okay. It's not really too much. I just, I, I just, I have way too many so worthless. Can I guess what the homework is? Can I guess what the homework is, though? Can I you... probably already done it. That's the thing. Okay. Yeah. 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 If, if you can guess, if you can guess the author's name, the scholar's name that I'm going to point you towards as a jumping off point, I will convert right now to Christianity. I'll give you two tries or three even. <laughs> two tries. I thought you were going to go into um, exploring the evidence of the canons being the actual eyewitness account. Nope. Um, Looking for an author name. Direction you're going to lead me into. Oh, okay. Well. So that's not the that, no, I'm wrong. <laughs> that's okay. I mean, it's it's kind know. of in that vein, but there's just a really cool scholar. His name is Dennis R. McDonald, and I just. I found a lot of very interesting things in his works over the years, and I think you might as well. Okay. Especially if you like yeah. history. Um, and I would. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. That's it. And then, Robin, I would oh, love okay. for you to call back sometime because I would love on another occasion to discuss eyewitness testimony and, yeah. and the resurrection, and if we yeah. should consider that oh, reliable. Yeah. I've got tons of I've got tons of things to talk about. That terms. I've also got um, from my own personal experience. Again, I don't base my beliefs in anecdotal evidence, but um, I've got a lot of experience with demonology in my life that I've recently overcome. Uh, Sorry, did you say so, demonology? Yeah, no encounters with the demonic. Demon. Okay, you need you need Evil to call back about that, Robin. Yeah, definitely. If you yeah. uh, next week we have two great hosts. One. Um, uh, former minister and the other a regular on the show. Uh, if you're free next week or any, really any Tuesday, we're here every single week, different hosts, but uh, would love to talk de the demonology or the resurrection. 
uh, if you're open to it. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, totally open for that. Awesome. Well, uh, in one minute or less, we can give you the last word before we let you go. Um, yeah, sure. I mean, I encourage everybody to go. Uh, there's a great book called Case for Christ. Um, I thought that was an excellent piece that helped me in my early understanding. Um, and I also say, if you're going to start off from somewhere, it's easy to start off with the canon. So read the four Gospels, see what you think, explore their history, explore the reasons why all the um, apostles, you know, decided to lay down their lives for an eyewitness thing that occurred to them. Um, and yeah, that's about it. I appreciate the time. Thank you, Robin, and I hope you have a good uh, rest of your night. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. That was a good call, man. What do you think? Yeah, it was fun. I and uh, I was surprised. I didn't expect uh, – it caught me off guard a little bit when she said she used to be an atheist. I didn't know that. Uh, and then also uh, when she had uh, said she watched the atheist experience and stuff, yeah, yeah. I was not expecting that. And I did get yeah. in, in the beginning of the call fairly excited when she admitted that she could – not claim to know their oh, you know, yeah. God because I, I think that is a more on a, an honest position to hold. Yeah. And I, and I don't know, I think kind of what I said earlier, I, I, a lot of times in these discussions, I feel like there's somebody saying, I have a box. I know the box is there. You see the box, you know, the box is there. We can't open it. We can't see inside of it, but there's something in it. And I know what that something is. And that always that that's always difficult for me. That was one of the biggest things that that, you know, uh, ended up making me, you know, in, into the heathen sinner that I am today. Right. <laughs> I, I I kept having to to finally rest my laurels on this understanding of, oh, I don't understand. And not only I don't understand, but even like, I don't think it's possible. And if I, if I accept both of those, well, how could I accept a conclusion based on those? Right. Well, I still, uh, I still think it was a really good call, man. I still, yeah, think so far, I, I love that we, you know, almost always get nice callers. Like yeah. if, if all shows could run that smoothly, that'd be awesome. Well, it's you, you attract, you attract nice people, except for, except for me. And there's one or two of the YouTube mods. I, I think they know who I'm talking about. <laughs> well, I, I've attracted some rude people too. That's for <laughs> that's, sure. That's a, that's a good point. There was, there was a particular unmentionable. Uh, there's a yeah. few unmentionables that we shouldn't even say their name to, to give any, credence to them um so yeah that th those who shall not be named that's right that's right man well do uh, we do we have another good call yeah, we have a couple more callers so the next caller uh says god and angels are labels we put on the creator uh that is all energy and vibration oh before i pick her up i just want to read this super chat from left right left I wish to suggest YFN a merch store. Obviously, a line of Ethan's T-shirts with cats. That's a good idea. So I do have a merch store. Uh, it's not really that good, if I'm being honest. Like I'm still learning how to use the site. The link is in the description. It's teespring.com/stores/yfnatheist. Um, I don't know uh, if anyone has any suggestions or knows how to help me with merch stuff. Uh, I'd be open to that because I would love to have some more cool merch, especially like these t-shirts. I would love mm. to see more people in t-shirts like yes. these. And I do even have one with a bunch of cats on it. 
Hey, comment comment below, guys. There's a little spot underneath the video. You can just type out comments, say things like, here's a great suggestion for uh, for merch for you. Like, right? That'd be perfect. That's an yes. easy way. Uh, suggestions. And if people know how to uh, mm-hmm. create like better merch stores or merchandise in general, yeah. I could use the help. Uh, so, yeah. You know Anyways, what to do. Let's, let's get our caller uh, up here. Sherry, you are on with Secularity and Ethan. How are you doing today? Hi, it's Sherry. How are you? Good. Yourself? I'm I'm okay. Time caller in. Should I be on speaker or does it matter? Uh, no, don't be on speaker. Be on your handset. That's for the best audio quality, please. Okay, I'm on handset. Perfect. That's why you probably sound loud and clear. Um, that was the only downfall Good. of the first two callers as they were kind of quiet, but this one is nice and loud so we can hear you clearly. Uh, so what do you got for us? Jennifer was very interesting. She started out really great with Yahweh and I am absolutely. So, but let's go with, I am can mean I, I am is everything. It can be your soul, your everything. Okay. Let's, I believe God is a label. I've read the Bible. I traced and I, it only gave me more questions than answers. So I kept digging and digging and researching for 30 plus years. And I still have more answers, more questions than answers. But I believe it's all about energy and vibration. We can call it a creator. There's an ultimate creator, but I believe that's the ultimate Zen, the ultimate white, light of pure love ecstasy nothing you know outside of a physical world um the bible i think you know one we're missing a lot of things out of the bible that were written i think it's 66 things books were taken from out of the bible the book of enoch noah's grandfather was taken out of the bible and that talks about all kinds of watchers and you know i'm a big ancient aliens fan so i think we've mistaken Ooh, i love talking some aliens. of you know, yeah yeah me too that's i'm big in. i've been studying um the anunnaki and the sumerian gods for three years now so they are pretty cool um I, I just think people need to understand it, it, it. Believe in something higher than yourself. But I also believe that, okay, my, my, a certain person told me prayer is nagging. Okay. You say it once or twice, give it to the universe, have faith and belief and manifest it back to yourself. Mm-hmm. Give out positive. You're going to get back positive. You want to throw out negative to the universe? you're going to get negative back. Does Sherry, can I ask a question? Sure, but I think it's about the vibration. Sherry, can I, can I ask a question? Cause I, I'm, I'm a little confused and I, I want to make sure that, that we're on the same page. Are you, are you saying that the, the description of, of God, Yahweh, Elohim, um, in the Bible is, is, just really a, a broader label for energy that that is also in this kind of karmic sense that kind of comes back to you if you do good things or bad things are you saying those those are the same 
In a sense, absolutely. I believe that there is the highest of high, and we have to give it a label, whether it be Buddha, Allah, God, whatever. Um, but it's the highest of high that we try to achieve of a pure, the highest zen of vibration that you can be, which is the creator. Um, I don't know how else to say it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. still a bit confused. But go, go, go okay. ahead, Ethan. So See, I, I guess what I'm wondering is why uh, you're, you're why do you believe in God? Yeah, yeah. Or vibrations well, or something Well, I don't know eternal. that I believe in God. I believe in, I guess you would say it's the karmic thing. What you give out, you get back. I think it's about energy, all about energy. So, so what do you... I don't know that we can finger God, say it's a God. So, so what do you mean... When you say energy, when I, when I think of energy, like for instance, I I tend to think of like, so like I I made some tacos earlier. Uh, they were okay. I'll be honest. Like I didn't do as good as I thought I could have. But um, <laughs> the the stove, I click the button on the stove, and then the stove gets like hot and it's red. And if I touch it, it hurts. Like that's electricity that's energy that's like particles moving past each other is is that what you mean by absolutely energy? it's okay well i just take it a little bit higher when you rub sure. your feet on the carpet and you touch somebody and it's static thing energy is it's vibration it's like music you wouldn't hear music unless it was giving out a vibration so it sounds that? like you're yeah. just kind of putting this vibration or energy label on God. Is that, is that accurate? Yes. But I, I guess if you want to get to the point, do I believe in a God? The more I've researched and studied, probably not. I believe that the universe gives back what you put out. Okay. So, hmm. So the more you've studied, the less you believe in a God. So you're open to the possibility that there's no God. Oh, absolutely. I'm open. I don't want to anything. That's what you need to be open-minded and continue to research and what works for you works for you. But I do believe there is an ultimate height somewhere you want to achieve. I believe like people in the Bible, it says you have to go and answer to God. I don't believe we answer to God. I believe we answer to ourselves when we die. I think we see and reflect on the life we had here so we can do better. Okay. So if we have why, to come back, why do you think that? Yeah. Because I believe it's all lessons so that we can reach the ultimate zen of the highest of high, which we tend to call God. And that's where I'm stuck after all these years of Sherry, research. What? Of, Are is, you? is there one particular person that's the creator or not person, but 
manifestation that is the ruler of all of this. Sure. So are are you saying I that don't know. we we get a second chance like we have another life like like reincarnate it sounded like you said this this life is more or less lessons so that we can achieve that highest of zen um do we do we get to come back is that is that your understanding i i believe we can if we'd like to if we want to yes okay okay um sure so what yeah. about when you say we get I have so many questions, but one of them is when you say we get back what we put into it, what all the, what about all the people around the world that are, are suffering um, and will suffer or starve for the rest of their lives? Why are they getting the short end of the stick? Are they putting out bad vibrations and therefore they're suffering? No. Okay. Let's get really deep into this, which I've been studying lately to Robert Schwartz in a book called um, Our Soul's Gift. And what it is, is that we pre-plan everything before we come to the physical earth. We pick our parents, we pick what life we're going to live, what lessons we're going to go through. If I may interject, so you do believe then, like, in a full on, like, I guess you could say you probably believe in a soul and conscious, some type of consciousness. So right now when I die, you think like my brain, my consciousness is going to live on. Is that correct? I believe that our soul is made of energy, of DNA. Some part of our DNA and everything goes back out into the universe. And it's all um, out in the universe. And it's all mental telepathy out there. And it's just, oh, gosh, I wish I could come up with the right words. I've always put up, when I feel like I'm put on the spot, it doesn't. You're doing, you're doing great, Sherry. Don't worry. I guess what I'm wondering is why do you believe all of this though? Like what yeah. convinced you? Well, years and years of research and, you know, the Bible never made sense to me when I was put into organized religions. I kept saying, asking priests or priests, well, how did Noah get all them animals on that are they never made sense to me and so and then when people would die i needed to, or suffering and kids being abused i need to understand i just wanted to know why did these things happen and over my 30 plus years in a family that we believe in all the metaphysical astrology psychology demonology or psych um psychic abilities I was told, you know, we were taught these can happen in not organized religion, but I did read the Bible. I did go to other churches and check them out. They never made sense to me at all. Um, So that's why I kept studying and getting back to where I am now in ancient Samaria. Sherry, if if I could try and and maybe refocus what what Ethan was just asking, and Ethan, please tell me if I'm wrong on this, brother. I think— Okay. What, Sorry. what he's, no, 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 no. You're, you're doing great by the way. I think, um, 
I think what Ethan was kind of trying to get at was, you know, not so much of what was the process that you went through. Like, okay, we looked at, we looked at the Vedas and the Vedas were wrong. Um, we looked at, you know, Buddhist scripture, they were wrong. I guess what, what he was asking and what, what I'm asking too is, you know, is there something you can point us to that should, should make us believe uh, in this energy understanding that you have, just like it made you believe? Um, the, just years and years of advice from my family and other teachers on the same level and with my belief system throughout the years and asking questions of saying, um, okay, writing down, um, I would like these things, you know, certain things in my life, putting them in a jar and asking the universe to deliver that to me. Six months later, I go through the jar, see what's happened and what hasn't. And then what hasn't, I can also see in hindsight why that shouldn't have happened because my path went this way. So I think it's just been years of trying this versus that to this. Can I tell you, can I convince anybody or you guys? No, I think it, it, it takes. Sherry, can I, can I jump in for a second real quick? Sure. So have you ever, have you ever heard the story of the, the greatest archer in all the land? He always hits a bullseye every single time, right? He kills it. There's nobody that can hit the target better than him. And one day a buddy of his comes up to him and he says, you're the best archer in the land. How are you so good? How do you always get the center of the bullseye? And the archer looks at him and says, well, I shoot first and draw the circle after. Do you... Ah. Have you have you ever heard of that understanding that's called counting the hits and ignoring the misses? Are you familiar with that no. phrase? So this No, this, but I think I get what you're saying. Yeah, it sounded to me like just right there for instance that there's a jar of of different things that you've written down whether they're wants or desires or just hopes or or or, or general good slash you know potentially bad things that you've written down on pieces of paper and it sounded like to me what you said there was i can go back and look through all of these that are still in my jar and when i see one that's come true i can say there it is there's my bullseye and when i look at the other ones I can I can come to the understanding as to why I shouldn't have gotten that or, or, or why my path diverged in such a way. And what that sounds like to me uh, is is drawing the circle for the bullseye after you've shot the arrow. Does that make sense? I can understand why. Yes, it does. Yeah. So I think that was a really bad example on my part because I did that when I was young. It's okay. Gosh, let me put this in. In the Um, meantime, if I it just goes back to I believe every everything is just lessons to the point of there are no. It's just lessons here. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I mean, why why would we be here? What is this purpose in being here if it's not? 
to further something out after this life, this physical life. Why so not? I have one last question. Um, do you think faith is a reliable path to truth? Uh, especially knowing no. that we have, you don't. No. Then why? I think you have to have faith and belief in what you want to attract it to you. Back to going back to energy. You're going to attract what you put out. If you really want good things in your life, you have to put out positive positive vibration, positive so thinking, I positive get, to get that back to you. I, I get what you're, I get part of what you're trying to say. Uh, you know, to me, I think good people, you know, uh, I don't know. I've, I've noticed a difference in my life since I started being more concerned with others and less concerned in myself. I've noticed a difference. Do I think that's linked to any type of special energy no, I just think that's, you know, how life works out. If you're good to other people, uh, they'll be good to you. Um, but if faith is not a reliable path to truth, why are you using it to believe? Good question. Because I would rather, I think that having faith and a belief in something higher than ourselves is going to make you a better person, uh, have a happier life, a more positive outcome in your life. And I would rather be right in having faith and some kind of belief than wrong on the other side. If I believe in nothing, then maybe I'm going to end up in what they so-called purgatory and so go nowhere. If you don't, you think that if you get to a God and you find out you're praying to the wrong God, don't you think he would be just as upset as if you weren't praying to him but at I, all? And I loved when that you brought that up um, to one of your earlier callers. I think there. In state, okay, like I said before, those are just labels, Buddha, Allah, everything. It's just what they named the higher power, the higher creator, the I am. I think it's all the same when they're praying or, um, yeah, praying, they're it, or talking to the universe or sending it out to the universe, um, whatever they're doing. It's two really the same energy, the same creator, whatever you want to call it or label it as. I say it's the uh, highest of energy. Secular Rarity, uh, do you have any last questions? Because we got to move on to this next caller in a moment. But uh, if you want to wrap this up in a little bit, please do. Yeah, I, I, I'll just end it off no. by, by saying, Sherry, thank you for calling us as as i've said every single time i've ever been on here with with anybody that we've gotten a chance to talk to i i think there's great value in in people coming from different sides and and different perspectives like this show and and just kind of having friendly chats and and listening to people and and trying to push back respectfully um i think 
I think the idea that we need to believe in something higher, it it scares me a little bit, to be honest. Because I, like I said, I think with the first caller, I don't understand a lot of times why we would want to attribute um, the greatness that we ourselves have inside of us and that and that all of us do as as people to something other than us i understand why we would want to attribute the badness in the universe to something outside of us because it it makes us feel just a step away from it and like well we couldn't have done anything anyways and that goes down a whole route but of free will and stuff i disagree with him on that because i well, believe that you have to believe in yourself and want these things for yourself and praise yourself before you praise anything else though. Well, again, I, I just, because you have to do it within yourself before yeah. you can praise anybody else for it. It sure. has to come from you first. The I am. Well, Sherry, I think, uh, it was an absolutely wonderfully interesting conversation. And if, if you'd like, I mean, please, there's, there's a, a, a time slot, baby, 7 PM central time right here. Every Tuesday, hang back with us and, uh, and, okay. and call into some other people and, and get their thoughts on it too. If, if you want, we'd, we'd absolutely love it. So. Yeah. Thank you. Sherry. Definitely. I want to hear next. I want to hear next week's about the demonology and yeah. other things you're getting into. And That'll maybe we'll get really some alien cool. calls That'll too. Be very interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Normally we actually get, so we normally also get calls with about ghosts and aliens mm. too. It just so happens today. All of our calls have been about God, but we usually have a pretty good variety. So uh, Sherry, thank yeah, you for well, waiting. Well, guess on. what? I'd rather go. For, I'd rather go for the alien ones. So maybe I'll call in on that one. <laughs> that yeah, would be yeah, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for uh, taking the time to speak with us today, Sherry. Yeah. Thank you, and thanks for reaching out. Have a good night, you guys. You too. I'll talk to you later. Bye bye. Bye. Um, I have to admit, I'm a bit more confused, but I do have some hope. I I, I think that that caller is traveling towards our direction yeah and i um, think i think there's when we get to the place where we're really comfortable with these very fuzzy understandings of claims that that we're accepting that we're we're basing our life on it it definitely does make me concerned like i said um I think it's great that God has been pushed back to smaller and smaller gaps. And, and, and what I mean by that is just the idea that we can just answer any question with energy or, or spirits or supernatural. I'm, I'm glad to see those, the ground that they hold receding. I, I really am. Right. Um, but I don't, I don't think we have to, I don't even think we can. I don't think we can force people into that space, right? The only way to do it is just to just to have conversations and, and having these conversations as often as possible, which I'm going to keep doing. I've also, you know, what I wanted to start doing is because there are people who reach out to me that want to call in, but this time slot doesn't work for them. Yeah, I'd like to set up like a secondary time slot and maybe get a couple hosts together, mm -hmm. and then we can do some pre-recordings of yeah. like 
individual calls and then we can air them on the perspective or just post them That's at a later time. So, cool. uh, yeah, I really got to put that together because it's a shame. There is uh, a good amount of people that, you know, we've missed out on simply yeah. because of this time slot. I'm, um, I'm honestly just surprised that you're volunteering yourself for more, more work, but, uh, <laughs> you know, me, that's you, buddy. <laughs> that's dude. I want this channel to be built into a full on network one day. And that means I got to put in the work I've, in fact, I I've slowed down a little bit in mm. the past, like a uh, couple months only cause I'm trying to pace myself accordingly. Right. Because when I first started this, I was like shows, th this is before you knew me secular rarity. There was mm. times I was doing shows literally every day, like two weeks straight. That's crazy. That's yeah. Crazy, I was man. just Seriously. nonstop show, show, show. That's a lot. I was even hosting comedy shows with, I got some local comedians to get together wow. during the pandemic and we would wow. virtual stream. Yeah. Comedy shows and we'd play games. Like I did so much stuff and now I'm, I've kind of learned the things I want to focus the most on. Um, yeah. The only thing I've been lacking in, which I miss doing is interviews. I want to get mm -hmm. back into those. Uh, I just want to find the right people to interview. Like yesterday I got to sit down with Alice Gretchen. If you haven't seen that yet, I know people highly recommend their own content, but I am specifically highly oh, recommending this to. episode. Yeah. It was really one of my favorite yeah. interviews. We talked yeah. uh, uh, mystical experiences, psychedelics, pizza, sex. Like it, We covered so many different topics, and Alice is a, a brilliant actress, mm -hmm. and hopefully we'll get to see her on YFNA again, again someday. Yeah, it was, it was a, a truly, truly awesome episode. And you know, Ethan... If I could just say this real quick, you know, you don't have to bear this burden alone. There are people out there watching this show right now and people out there that will watch this show in the future and they know what to do. They know there's a like button down there that they should be pressing. They know <laughs> there is a bell that they should be clicking for notifications and oh, they thanks. know how to share these videos. And and I I I don't have faith in faith. But I have faith right now, man. Y'all are going to do this. You have reasonable confidence. That's I exactly. I have reasonable confidence because I know some of those people in the chat, and they are great people that are going to do all of those things. And and that's it. That's just the way it's going to be. We know that it's going to happen, man. So and definitely, y'all need to go see the the interview from yesterday. Alice is hilarious. Yeah, she is. Um, before we get to our last call, I would like to thank. Uh, our patrons, Cindy Plaza, Left Right Left, Kenneth Leonard, Sky, Jump and Shoot, Oz, Secular Rarity, Philip Leach, Caitlin Beyond, Toast, Richard Gilliver, Sunset Sarge, Amit Matthew, Ray Sylvester, and Kyle Brewer. Thank you all for your patronage. Uh, if you want to support the show, because yes, doing these shows does cost money, especially running the phone lines. It gets expensive. So uh, consider becoming a patron for just $1 a month. Uh, link is in the description. Also, if you can't become a patron, no problem. Share this video. Believe it or not, every viewer we get helps. We mm -hmm. need to find more callers. We need to find more viewers. I want to grow this channel. So yeah. if you can't become a patron, share it. It really does make a difference. Uh, I know recently, I, I don't want to say this person's name wrong. So uh, uh, here, I'll just put uh, their comment on screen. I'm sorry. I don't know how to say your name. I don't, it might be Faya or Faya, yeah. but uh, they have recently shared the video and we got a bunch of people back from it. So please sharing 
definitely makes a difference. Um, Kenneth Leonard, thank you for the $5 super chat. <laughs> Secular Rarities eyebrows deserve their own channel. Yes, they right. do. You're right. They have a mind of their own. It's the energy, I think. I don't know. I'm not positive. And for those that don't know, we do do an after show in Discord. So when the perspective ends, go to the YFNA Discord. We all uh, ourselves, the mods, we got in a group chat. We talk. You can ask us any questions and chat with us. Yeah. Uh, but are you ready to get to our last caller? I can't believe it's that time already, but I, I am, I'm, I'm here for it, man. Well, this is going to be a change in pace because they want to talk about militant atheism. Ooh. Evan from Canada, you are on with Secular Rarity and Ethan. How are you? Not too bad. How are you guys doing? Doing well, Good. thank you. So you want to talk uh, militant atheism? Yes, yes. Please proceed. Well, I mean, I got to be honest. I, I've never watched your show. First time watcher. First time caller, obviously. Thank Thanks you. for hanging. Um, <laughs> it was an interesting show. And it, my perspective of it changed as watching it through the show. I hope in a good um, way. Good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my, my opinion definitely got better. Um, oh, good. At first, I was a bit perturbed by the fact that you weren't pushing back and you were joining in on some nonsensical nonsense. <laughs> um, there, there's a fine line between, you know, researching and understanding historical facts and or has not historical fact even has just his historical stories and expounding them as some kind of belief. And I, I worry that um, at, on first viewing that you guys were not pushing back hard enough and it was more of endorsing that first viewer or first caller's view, point of view. So, I mean, you know, the I, general population does need the pop, does, general population does need pushback. So I agree, but where we may not agree is how much pushback, because there are, you know, plenty of other shows that push back a lot harder. Some don't push back at all. It's genuinely trying to find the balance because the thing is I want to get through to the people calling in my shows. And if we just push back on every little mistake or fallacy they make, we're not going to get anywhere. They're going to, they're going to clam up, shut down and stop listening to us. And I want to get through to these people. So I think it's important that sometimes you do have to let certain fallacies or points slide to try and further the conversation and to get them thinking more. Like I prefer a straight epistemology approach where I'm just asking questions. Um, but doing it live, I'll be the first to admit it's incredibly hard to determine how much pushback. Every call is different. You're in front of a live audience and sometimes we're going to push back harder and sometimes we're going to push back lighter. There's been episodes where I've unfortunately seen some, you know, I've yelled or screamed at some guy and, you know, we've had angry callers, people hanging up. We had a psychic freaking out on us once before her <laughs> daughter, like it's, mm -hmm. we've had some knockdown drag out arguments, yeah. but uh, yeah. largely we try to be as friendly as possible. Um, but again, it's trying to find that line. And if, uh, if I can just, just kind of dovetail real quick, it, it just want to, uh, you know, part of part of my thoughts when I go into this and and not just here, but in other discussions that I have in my daily life, I 
I really, really try hard whenever I hear somebody say something that gives me that squinty eye, raise the eyebrow. Uh, I don't know if I'm feeling that kind of feeling. Um, I, I try to take an extra second to say, wait a second, Elliot, what are they going for? What is the best interpretation of what they just said? I think what they just said on the face is just some stanky bullshit, but what is, what is their best understanding? You know, because if, if I only understand it from the, the, the kind of cheap, you know, oh, this is crap, move on kind of feeling. I, I'm concerned that I'll be, you know, constructing a straw man, right? And it, it would be much better to take the time to really try and understand the best possible argument that they have and then go from there. Does that kind of make totally sense where understand. Ethan and I come from? Totally on? understand. Yeah. Totally understand. And you know what? On reflection and on listening to your show, I totally understand the fine line to walk, sure. you know, between that, especially yeah. as you're trying to, you know, draw in those callers. Yeah. You know, that that's the show that you guys are trying to play. I totally understand. And, you know, maybe my call is inappropriate, but no, I, not at all. Just on, just on general view of the world and, you know, in my daily experience of life, I, I encounter religion being pushy on me and i understand that sometimes people are ignorant in their pushiness yeah and right. but i am i think that atheists need to be pushier back we need to push back we need to you know as i see you know ignorance in in bliss and the religion how they push their religion you know in so much as that these 17 um people who were just kidnapped in uh in haiti in haiti for example yeah. you know they're they're, they're stupid, to be honest. They're dumb. What are they, hell are they doing? They're walking into the... Can I, that fellow who jumped can I jump the in for a second? In the back from Aboriginals. Like, what are you doing? Can I, can, I, can I jump right. in for a second there, brother? <laughs> do you, it's crazy. Hang yeah. on. Do you mind, do you mind um, if I kind of jump in real quick? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome, awesome. Let me... Because because this is, this is what I, I... Hopefully, maybe I can demonstrate kind of where I come from on this. So I'm, I'm very familiar uh, with the missionaries um, that were fired upon and then kidnapped. And I believe now the, the gang is attempting to ransom them for about 7 million American dollars. I'm familiar with the, 17 million. Yeah. I'm, I'm familiar with the assassination of the president that recently happened in Haiti as well. Um, so so yeah. let me let me let me kind of push back a little cuz I I think I understand where you're coming from about the general population, you know, needing to to be pushed back on and so forth. But do you think do you if think we I'm get trampled on? Well, do we you think Well, hang on, brother. Do you think that there's a necessity that I I yell or that I respond in a manner that's particularly forceful or rude? No. Not yeah. at all. Not do you at think, all. Do you think right now, for instance, one could one could pretty reasonably argue that 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 old secularity boy, he uh 
he's standing his ground at the moment with this caller and and respectfully pushing back on on a nuanced understanding of what what they just said. Do you think that's a fair understanding of what's going on between you and me right now? How are you pushing back? Well, so for instance, I think well, calling well, the I think calling the missionaries dumb is is a little bit reductionist. I think it's a little bit it's a little bit of 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 trying to put them in a light where they're the person. Yeah, that's the first time you made the argument. So if you're trying to make the argument that now, okay. Well, what I'm saying is that since I since I stepped in just a moment ago, I don't I wouldn't characterize my discussion with you as either rude or as either one where I'm getting trampled over in which you're just, you know, ramming your ideas down my throat or anything. And I think I think what I'm what I'm trying to demonstrate and trying to get at. And one of the reasons that I, I definitely love ethan and and love this channel is that we do have the ability to push back but we don't necessarily have to get so hot about it all the time right exactly yep okay i didn't try to come across hot no i I don't i don't think you have i'm not not trying to attack you i'm I'm no 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 i I don't think you have at all and i think you're taking offense by anything i'm saying i'm not trying to attack you at the slightest i'm saying i may can you I've hang on? Completely in the wrong in making the phone Can you call. hang on just a second for us, brother? Because I, yeah. I, I apologize if if it came off that I was I was felt feeling attacked or anything. I, I sure don't. This chair isn't yeah, super same. comfy. I'll be honest. I could probably get a, a comfier cushion, but I'm in no way, shape, or form uncomfortable. What what I'm trying to say though is I I think there is great value in pushing back in a manner that is calm. And reflective on oneself and how how I'm being in the situation. For instance, I live in Tennessee, where there is quite literally a church a stone's throw away from each other, and I don't throw stones very far. Um, and what I'm saying is, when somebody comes up to me, for instance, and says, "Ah, Jesus," I can just simply say, "Hey, I I don't believe in Jesus." And and that I think is is valuable pushback. Do do you disagree with that? No, no, not in the slightest. I mean, okay. you're probably being more militant militant than I am in that sort of action. I mean, I live <laughs> in Bible Belt in British Columbia here, man. I yeah, I am yeah. surrounded by by sure. Bible sure. thumbs. Let me tell you, but. You know, at the same time, I, I'm at a loss as what I should be doing to push back. I've been, sure. I'm a world traveler. I've studied religions. I understand the world, how it is. It, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I would love to push back harder. I don't know can what I, to do. Can I you give know? you some, you some unsolicited kind of not really advice? I'm no expert. <laughs> I really shouldn't be giving you advice, <laughs> but can I, can I give you some advice? Sure. My thoughts, brother, are speak to people pretty much like you've been speaking to us. I, I think you've been respectful. I, I, I don't think you've been a dick at all. I think you've been you've been challenging in some manners. You've said some things that maybe I, I don't totally agree with or, or maybe you need to, to clarify. And, and then once we come to that understanding, I, I think this whole time, for instance, you and I have had a a back and forth that while we don't necessarily see eye to eye, 
we kind of seem to be looking in in the same direction. And I think that's really valuable. Even if we're not 100% on the same page, you've been respectful as fuck, man. I mean, if I could just be blunt, right? Like I, oh, we're, we're all I, laughing, we're having fun. And, and that's a good way to model these discussions. And that's what I would take into your own personal life. Like when exactly. you, only if it's safe, of course, right. like if, if right. outing yourself is going to get you, put you in danger or cause you any loss of family or friends, Absolutely. then of course, I'm not going to say, Hey, start pushing back, but right. it can yeah. just be in, you know, conversations with your friends when they bring up uh, bring up God or bring up praying. Hey, what, why do you pray? Do you think praying is reliable? Just mm -hmm. simple questions in everyday life to encourage people to think critically and apply skepticism sometimes is all you need to do. And if you start doing that, I would say you're, that that's a good thing. We, we need more people doing that. Yeah. So, uh, that and, would be my unsolicited advice. And I, and I don't, I, I don't want to, I don't want to make it sound like I'm against, those uh, places and and times where you know hey look hey look you don't you don't believe in god right i don't believe in god even doesn't believe in god can you believe these people out there eating the crackers drinking the grape juice talking about their god coming back as a bowl of crackers it's crazy look we we can take our times and our spaces to to maybe go a little bit off the chain go 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 a little bit more unhinged because we all need those spaces to to kind of be ourselves and to just kind of let loose a little bit. But when it comes to us engaging purposefully in a dialogue where we know the other person disagrees, it it's not a good, it's not a good tactic, I think, to call them crazy, right? Or to say they're they're, you know, fucking idiots. What a bunch of jackass. That's probably right. not the best way to I, I didn't call them that. And, and yeah, like, no. No. And I and again, I, I think you're you're a missionary you're you're jumping in a canoe and going to a place that you're told that these people are like really aggressive they're gonna kill you you step foot on their island they've told other other people you know other natives that look you step foot on our island we're gonna shoot you with arrows and these yep. guys step foot on the island it was what do you call that i you I, say that you you know the story well what would you call that what would you call those people well, you're you're talking about the, the okay. Sri Lankan. I would say ignorant. Yeah. Uh, Ill-informed. Yeah. yeah, definitely ignorant. Misguided. <laughs> but I don't want to go as far as to start directly like attacking someone and calling right. them stupid or crazy. Like those okay. are labels I would rather avoid. Right. And it and here, it here's the root here's the root of it, okay? Life is beautiful. As an atheist, you should be able to appreciate life. You shouldn't need the church. You shouldn't need religion. Agreed. Agreed. You know what? We, we are nothing but more than intelligent dirt. I put that in the chat, and I was hoping somebody would pick up on it. But realistically, we're the universe recognizing ourselves. We don't need the church. Life is beautiful. Existence is incredible. Yeah. We don't need that. I... We should push back a bit against that nonsense harder. It's silly. You know, there's no evidence for it more than there is evidence for Batman. Sorry, excuse for this. Hmm. You're good, man. I, I, I gotta say, I totally, totally, totally agree with all of that, man. Um, but I think, I think there's a, there's a time and place, right? There's a time and place for us to make the jokes and to, and to say the silly things. And there's a time and place for us to be able to have 
uh, good communication where we we take an extra 30 minutes to to understand a single stupid definition, right? <laughs> um, we All right, got here's a definition for you. What What's the definition for Lucifer? Morningstar? What, what is, I heard Jay way earlier. That was an interesting one. She actually had a very interesting conversation. I enjoyed her conversation. What is the definition for Lucifer? Morningstar? Here's a weird one that most religious folks don't know. It means the bringer of light. I think that's the uh, Lucifer. I think Lucifer means Satan, and Satan means light bringer. Is that right, Satan? Bringer, bringer of light. <laughs> I mean, the root of it is crazy. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so we do twisted. have to it's twisted for man's for man's purposes. That's all it is. It's a manipulation tool, much as the internet, much as any other tool that we have. Where it's a, it's a hammer. You know, it's a saw. It's a tool. Well, it's used in man's purposes to manipulate other men. That's all it is. Evan, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to call in. We are actually at the end of the show. But thank you for watching. You thank you call. for calling. Of Thanks, course. Man. I hope you have the good rest of your day. Good night, guys. Good night. Okay, so we do have another caller on hold. Unfortunately, we're out of time. Tony. Um, if you could call back next week at 7 p.m. Central Time, I would love to talk to you about your alien abduction story. Yes. Um, so, again, seven days from now, the show is every Tuesday. Um, yeah, hopefully he disconnected. Hopefully he calls back. Second rarity, before we jump over to the Discord, uh, is there anything else uh, you wanted to say? No, I think... Uh... I, th I think we said it all, man. Uh, um, go back, watch this episode again if, if there was something you missed. And uh, guys, seriously, it's, it's so easy. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, they make it easy for you. You don't even have to try. Push the buttons, share the videos, yes. like, subscribe. Y'all know what to do. And then come freaking hang out with us in the Discord afterwards. That's where we're going right now. So Secular Rarity, thank you for stepping in last minute. I hope everyone has a good day and great week. And we'll see you uh, in the Discord.